Hello, good morning. It is your girl, Torira. Thank you very much for listening to my last episode of menstruation. And I really appreciate the comments, the feedback, and everything. And the guys that have been shining away from listening to it, please listen to it. It could help your neighbor, your friend, your sister, your girlfriend, your daughter, your wife. It's something you should know about. It's not a taboo topic. The other top today's topic it's about job seeking. I don't know about people, but I've had really funny experiences when looking for a job. My first crazy experience when looking for a job was when I came back from NYC. I went to I got an interview in a place at Ikoi. I left my house, I ran there, you know. Ah, my first interview after NYSC, I was really bubbling. I was very excited. And I started speaking to the woman. I was I asked her questions. And I told her, how much was I going to earn? She said, ah, no. When I'm employed, she would get back to me on how much I would earn. Like my, sal- my appointment letter would include how much I was going to earn. Funny, she never got back to me. I didn't hear anything. I didn't even hear whether I was picked. Of course, I've, I've not been picked because that's about four years ago or not. And I find it somehow that you interview somebody, you will not respond to them. Don't. Ah, it's not fair now. That's not. That's not even. That's not even the, the bad one. I have another interview, and I was telling the woman there that ah, now that I will that I will not want a job. That would overwork me. I would want a job that provides a reasonable work-life balance. She said, I'm still a single girl. So why do I want a work-life balance? That the only pers- people who she thinks are entitled to work-life balance are married people. And I'm like, yeah? I have never heard that kind of principle before. But I heard it from a potential employer who told me that the only reason... I can be entitled to a work-life balance is if I were married. Third experience was an aviation company. When I got there, I they asked me where if I we did tests from tests, we did in define the next stage, which was the interview. At the interview level, they asked me if I could work on weekends. I said, ah, okay, that's definitely not Sunday. They now said, eh, that I'll be working six and a half days in a week. I'm like, ah, they said, they'll give me Sunday money off since I like Sunday. I said, eh? And that if they're going to employ me, they're going to give me, they're going to put me on two weeks probation to determine if I can even still work with them. But they will just give me token. And I asked them that how much is the eventual pay if I'm going to go through all this stress? Well, ladies and gentlemen, they did not disclose their pay till I refused that kind of offer. How would I be working six and a half days in a week? I will accept that kind of offer and I will not know how much I will earn. Like, you did not even put it in your offer letter that you'll be any social amount if you scale through the two weeks of probation. I dashed them their work you. That's another crazy one. Then, the craziest of all that I have had to deal with, 
I went for an interview in Lekki. I told them I stay in Yaba because I was staying in my uncle then. I said, I stay in Yaba. And if you would employ me, I expect that my transport costs, like the salary I would earn, should at least cover my transport um, my transport fare and I would have something reasonable left. So the man asked me, how much is your transport fare from Yaba? I said, ah, from Yaba to Obalindiu, Obalindiu to Lake Yu. Which I calculated that time. I think at that, that time, it, everything was boiling down to like, was it 40-something thousand? I can't remember, 40-something thousand. The man now said, it was a lot of him. The man now said, okay, if my if my transport fare is 40-something thousand, can I take like, is it 70,000 now? And my gain for all the work hours would be like 20-something thousand. Meaning that, I would resume it, not have a closing time, and I'll be any and I'll be gaining, so to speak, twenty something thousand. And to think that I will be the only junior lawyer in the firm, which means that I will do a lot of work. I said I would think about it. Well, I thought about it and I wrote and I sent him email. I said, Sir, I am sorry, I cannot do this. Because I don't know. Is it just me that, I've, that has had these bad experiences? Because it's funny when they would offer, they will give you some offers that when they think about it critically, even it's wicked. It's wicked, really. I've had people say their bosses have made them wash toilets. I've had people say a lot of things, but I've not even been employed in those places. It's just seeking employment. And they had so many conditions. I've been very fortunate in places I have worked. I've not I've not been put through manual labor. And but these experiences while seeking for a job were really funny to me. And I'm sure that mine is not even in the top hundred funniest job seeking experiences. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your thoughts on your job seeking experiences in Nigeria, outside Nigeria. Anywhere you are. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll be here next week to catch my next topic. Thank you very much. Enjoy the week and the public holiday.